Thank you, Brother Mike, and good morning, friends. We greet you this Friday morning from the radio pulpit and outreach ministry of the Bethany Baptist Church where I pastor. And I appreciate our radio audience. May the Lord bless you as we share with you the Word of God today. Today we're going to Matthew chapter 14, message that I preached recently. And I trust that it'll be a blessing to your heart today. All right, let's take our Bible this morning. Turn to the book of Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14, and we'll read some very familiar scripture, but this is what I feel God's put up on my heart for the message today, Matthew chapter number 14, and we'll begin reading in verse number 22, Matthew 14 and verse 22, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to think, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, Wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth thou art the Son of God. Now, I'm interested today in that phrase in verse number 30, where the Bible said, he uh, And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. I want to look today at that phrase, beginning to think. And, of course, I know that you're familiar with these verses and how that Christ uh, walks on the water. And you say, Preacher, do you really believe he walked on the water? Yes, with all of my heart, I believe that Jesus walked on the water. I also believe that Peter uh, walked upon the water. But just two or three thoughts that I would like to share with you today that I trust will be a blessing and that will minister to your heart and that we'll examine our, our, our own lives and ask ourselves, are we beginning to sink? Now, first of all, I want us to notice the problem of the storm, verse number 24. But, now, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, now notice the problem of the storm. 
sure that Jesus has sent the multitudes away and he has given them instructions to get in the ship and go to the other side. Now, what Jesus did not tell them was between the time they got on the ship and the time they docked on the other side that they would face uh, some storms. But now here's what I wanted you to see. They were, they were obedient to the will of God. They, they were in the will of God. They, they were doing exactly what the Lord Jesus told them to do. They, uh, the, they were obedient. They were saying, yes, Lord, uh, whatever you say. But you see, yet the storm came. Now, now some would have us to think, that there was sin in their life, but you, you though they were not perfect, uh, they were, some would have us to think that they were out of the will of God, but that's not true. They were doing exactly what Jesus told them to do. And friend, may I say this today, I do not mean to be harsh nor, nor critical, but you know, we, we've got some in the ministry today that says, well, if you'll just get saved, It'll be smooth sailing all the way to glory. You'll never have any problems. Uh, you'll never have any adversity, never any sickness or, or anything. Well, friend, I wonder what they're going to tell these little band of disciples here. They were doing the will of God. They were obedient to the word of God, and yet the storm came. Friend, listen, just because you and I are saved by the grace of God, and thank God I'm glad I'm saved. Amen. I'm glad I am saved. But that does not exempt us. That does not excuse us from facing storms. The Bible said here the winds were contrary. Uh, verse number 24. The, wind, the, the ship was tossed in the, by the waves that were in the midst of the sea, and the wind was contrary. You see, friend, uh, being a child of God, being saved, does not exempt us uh, from facing the storms of life and the contrary winds that will come along the way in our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, some would say, just like, like Job's friends, uh, uh, you've got sin in your life. But friend, listen, they were obedient. They were doing the will of God. They, they, were, they were submissive to the will of God. And yet the storm came. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying, friend, don't, don't let that crowd disturb you. Uh, don't let the devil tell you, friend, that there's something wrong because you're facing these adversities. Jesus said, in the world ye shall have tribulation. Paul said, yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So, friend, and Peter said, Lord, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. And then again he said, your trial being much more precious than of gold that perishes. So here's the problem of the storm. They are obedient. They are submissive. They're doing the will of God, and they face the, pro there's the problem of the storm. So, friend, listen, in this world, uh, listen, friend, this world is no friend of grace to help us on to God. There's the problem of the storm. But secondly, notice uh, verse 26, here we see the power of the sovereign. 
And when the disciples saw him, that's Jesus, walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. You see, that they couldn't get to Jesus. They could not get to where he was. But thank God, friend, I'm glad that Jesus can get to where we are. Here is the problem. He, he went to them. No, they couldn't get to him. But thank God he could get to them in their time of trouble, in their time of, of, of fear and the, the, the contrary wind. What, why, why is it? What are you saying, preacher? I, I'm just simply saying thank God that he has power over the storms in our lives, and he can deliver us, though we cannot, may not, uh, can reach him, though we may not, can touch him. Thank God, friend, here's the power of the Son. He has all power in heaven and in earth, and the Bible says he's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think. Do I hear someone say, Preacher, I'm facing an awful storm in my life, in my marriage, my work, or the church. I'm facing an awful storm. What am I going to do, Preacher? Well, can I tell you, uh, if you can't get to him, thank God standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. Here, here's the power of the servant. He came, what, what disturbed them, what was being contrary to them, friend, the, the, here Jesus is walking on this water. What had caused them to have fear, my friend, was just a platform for him to walk on. There's the power of the sovereign. But then notice the performance of the saints, verse number 26. Now, here's what I want us to see. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. Now, remember, Jesus had said, you're going to the other side. Get in the ship, and you're going to the other side. But how, what was their response in, in, in this time of storm? Verse 26, the Bible tells us they were troubled. It troubled them. This storm troubled them. And seeing Jesus walk on the water also troubled them. Also, verse 26 the Bible said they cried out for fear. Fear had gripped their heart. They had forgotten the word of Jesus. You're going to the other side. They had forgotten the statement of the Savior. You're going to the other side. So they were troubled and fear uh, gripped their heart. Uh, then we find also verse 28 and 29. Uh, where Peter gets out of the boat. Now, that Jesus didn't tell him to get out of the boat. He said, go to the other side. But we find also here, uh, where in verse 29, where Peter uh, is walking on the water. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water. Here is the performance in the time of storm, in the time of adversity. This is how they reacted. This is their performance during uh, the storm. Peter uh, walks on the water, he gets out of the boat, walks on the water. But then verse 31, we find also where Jesus said, Oh, thou of little faith. You see, their faith had grown weak. Their, their faith uh, was not as 
strong as it once was. He said, Thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? They're doubting disciples. They're wondering in fear. Made them wonder, would they ever get to the other side? They had forgotten the statement of the Savior. Oh, friend, but they were right fine in verse number 33. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him. You see, when Jesus is in the ship, what a difference it makes. They were, they're now worshipping him. What a difference it makes when the Savior is on board. But then notice, uh, lastly, in verse number 30, the peril of the sinking. The Bible said, when he saw, that's Peter, well, uh, saw the wind boastful, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, Lord, save me. Now, now, where was Peter when this happened? He was in familiar waters. He, he knew the area. He was, he was very familiar with these waters. He was raised up there, and, and he knew them like he knew the back of his hand. Friends, can I tell you, it's so easy, even among uh, in familiar surroundings, to get our eyes off of Jesus. You see, the Bible tells us here, uh, when he saw the wind boisterous. You see, you can't see the Savior and the wind at the same time. And But when he took his eyes off the Savior, he began to sink. He began to sink in familiar waters. He began to speak among the brethren. There, there is the other disciples, that, that handpicked um, uh, a crowd that Jesus had handpicked to be his disciples. And yet, Peter is beginning to speak there even among the brethren. Can I tell you, friends, sometimes it's so easy for you and I uh, to get our eyes off of Jesus and to meditate and be, be uh, consumed uh, with a boisterous wind, even in the house of God, even in familiar waters, even among our own brothers and sisters in Christ, we can get our eyes off of the Savior and see all the wind that's boisterous and, and, and be consumed and, and think about everything that's going on around us rather than keeping our eyes upon Him. I'm talking about the peril of the sinking. It was in familiar waters. He was among the brethren, yet He is beginning to sink. Well, we do appreciate you being tuned in today, and may the Lord bless you till next week. In Jesus' name, amen.